going down people a little evil empire theme for you this morning because there's a civil war brewing within the evil empire and it's it's very very interesting just to see this whole thing happen because i think it brings up some very interesting uh questions and those are questions that i want to ask to you this morning it's wake up 502 with rashawn myers joined as always by my esteemed colleague mr joe kelly joe how you doing this morning brother uh, you know, despite uh, the Second Street Bridge's greatest attempts to put me in a bad mood this morning, <laughs> here I am. I'm, I'm, I'm coasting. How there about yourself? Man, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm very, very excited about uh, just everything happening. Like, we have, like, actual – well, I don't want to say actual football games. We have football on TV – Football adjacent um, games. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, and, and that you know that that actually um, is a, some questions I want to ask later on. I have some just some thoughts um, after hearing uh, Zach Wilson, uh, the Jets quarterback. Uh, while it was feared um, he may have been lost for the season, even though once I saw the non-contact injury, I was like, oh no, nah, he's he's good. Like I heard all this fear mongering that he had a torn ACL, um, but just. Going back and revisiting what is uh, NFL preseason, um, I just I, – I don't know. Like, I understand why the NFL owners want to play those games so they can have that additional revenue because they can charge regular season ticket prices for crappy <laughs> games. Um, With the fourth stringers. <laughs> right, right. Like, I understand why they do it, but I just don't know – uh, th- that's something that that I I think should be at the forefront the next time the players union gets together and and starts hammering things out and say you know let's split the baby on this if nothing else and we'll add more regular season right well they've uh, already added an th- right. additional regular right season. but I mean like let's just eliminate the preseason what do we need to do as far as is because there has to be a way to do it you, you know you know what I mean like the preseason does serve a purpose yes. And and that's where some guys do make their their the roster they they get their opportunity. But who, buddy, if you got anything invested in a player, 
Like I feel like I feel like it's just foolish to to play anybody drafted in the first four rounds. Just looking at the money in the contract. I mean, it just, it's for fifth rounders or unrestricted, you know, yeah. free agents. Yeah, that, that, I, I, that would just, be how I ran it. How I, I would run my team. I, but you know, I, I do want to find out uh, from from yourself. I, I do have some thoughts on that, and the callers as well, or texters or tweeters. Uh, I, I want to hear everybody's thoughts um, on that. But we will get into that in hour number two. In hour number one, um, you know, I know we usually don't do this, but UK is leading the show today, and and, and that is something that <laughs> happens very infrequently. With but that's why we had to come in with Darth Vader kicking the door in. You know what I'm saying breaking it down with the dance moves. You know what I'm saying every <laughs> uh, what 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 was song? you remember that song? I think it was Take Me Out. You remember that uh-huh. that what that had the uh, all the dancing Star Troopers or, or, or you know Storm Troopers yep. and all that stuff. Oh, it's hilarious! But um, you know it, it's it's very interesting. John Calipari versus Mark Stoops. Um, and, but it's it's interesting to me. Like on the surface, it looks like just two guys kind of. Just trying to show off because that they both want to represent their product. Um, I thought it was a gimmick at first. Yeah, yeah, I really did until until you know you know what what flipped me over it was when my friend who's who's a UK fan said, Mm-mm, "Man, this isn't this is not a this isn't a work as, as wrestling fans would would say." Yes. This is what he told me. So uh, it was the fact that somebody quoted Mark Stoops and said. The disrespect here, you know, blah blah blah, and then Stoops was retweeting that. Like Stoops, really, I think Stoops really did feel slighted, and and you know, oh, absolutely, he did, absolutely, he did. And you know what? I want to get your thoughts on that. Four one four fourteen fifty. Give a call into the uh, Thornton's uh, Buzz line. Uh, to, to, excuse me, Thornton's text line at four one four fourteen fifty. You can give us a call on the Wake Up Five zero two Buzz line at three eight four fourteen fifty. If you want to give your thoughts um, over the air, yes, we do take live calls, and we always love to get them. We have some dedicated callers that we're always ready to take new people, especially all those people that talk crap to me on Twitter, <laughs> but don't ever want pick up the phone. <laughs> and talk when I ask you, you to come out there. You know what my favorite ones that, that get in your mentions these days are? What's that? Because I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get this anymore. I guess it's because I'm fairly, until season starts, man, I'm benign in the offseason now. You know, like, I, I'm I just. I very know you're, you're kinder, gentler. Hey, man, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to have to, don't, don't make me be the old me. All <laughs> um, right. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm a new man. <laughs> but. It cracks me up how many times I'll try to be like the peacemaker, which first of all, that's just idiotic. Anybody that's followed me or Rashawn for enough years to, to the concept of, Hey, Joe's going to come in and be the, Hey y'all let's let cooler heads prevail. Yes. That is not something anybody had on their 2022 bingo card. Oh, no, no. But I absolutely love the people that when I do say, well, that's actually not what my guy said. <laughs> and they go, yeah, I've never listened to the show. Uh, that's my bad. <laughs> come on, man. Have you ever actually listened? If to you're the gonna, if you're gonna come in with the thumbs hot on on Thursday evening or Friday night, call in on Saturday morning. I know, I know you're up. I, I mean, that's my whole. That's what I've always said. It's kind of like why I always keep my, you know, and and I still do the the twenty four seven title championship. If anybody wants to come in this studio, absolutely, and sit down this microphone, like. I welcome it. Like you won't hear that anywhere else, in anywhere. And truthfully, you won't hear that anywhere. But I'm like a like the the battle rap equivalent of sports 
talk show. Oh, and, and I've said it, uh, and and I mean this. When football season, it, we're it's coming. It's yes. coming, folks. Yes. If you think you're nicer on a mic or better on a grill than me, come show me. Absolutely. If because you, if you're better at either of them, I want to learn from you. Because I, I, you know what? Because this this is my whole thing. Like when I have a take, if you don't like my quote unquote take, you always have the floor open to respond. And I, we got a lot of Twitter tough guys and social media people that'll get on there and fuss at, at me. But most folks will not sit there and debate me. I'm like, you know what? Not only do I want you to debate me, I'll debate you in private. Because I've debated a couple people in private. But I want to debate you on that microphone. Because if you have something that you feel is so great to say and you want to bring your point home, then come come sit in the hot seat. Hey, seriously. I mean, and, and that's not that's not like talking. I don't I don't consider that trash talking. That's just saying, uh, well, who else in town is going to give you that opportunity? If if, yeah. if if you want the belt, come here. I'll spank you with it. I'm, I promise. Like, you know, I mean, there's certain certain shows you go to. If somebody calls and even has a dissenting opinion from whoever the host is, Locked. they get hung up on. Right, right, right. Or they cherry pick the 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 text and the tweets that they read. Absolutely. Criticize me, man. I got I, Look, at this stage in life, my hair left me. Uh, you know, I'm bald these days. Like, like there's nothing you're gonna say that's gonna like. You're not gonna hurt my feelings. I'm, I promise. Like, and so you know. Now, I did have somebody. I will tell you earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at one of our our local establishments here. Uh, uh, Jock's uh, Sports Bar is actually a, a place that I go to. You know, I don't mind giving people shout outs if they take care of me. I'll always give them a shout out. I was out at Jock's on uh, Monday evening, uh, and <laughs> had somebody who listens to the show, and. He got on me. He cut into me about about Kenny Payne. He was like, "Man, yeah, I can't stand Joe." You know how he finished that? I was like, "What?" He said, "No, nah, why?" Well, he said, "I like you, <laughs> but I can't stand yo." <laughs> but <laughs> and, and I was just like, "Why?" He's like, "You ain't giving. You got to give Kenny Payne a chance. You got." But you know what? We had a great conversation, and by the end of it, he was like, "Well, yeah." <laughs> I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, you make a point there. <laughs> He's like, but you know, it's gonna be all right. I'm like, okay, well, you know, at least you've we've had a good conversation. We sat down there, had a couple of nice, friendly beverages, and yeah. had a conversation. And and that's again why, like, like I've said repeatedly, and I'll I'll say it every week leading up to it, and then I'll just bust people the following week for missing out. Come out to tailgates. Come tailgate with with Waco five hundred two. I promise yes. you, you will not find a better time. We're Absolutely. we're we're adults now. We've been doing these for for many many moons. Absolutely. All right. So like we know how to tailgate now. It, it, it's good food. Yes. Good drink. Good conversation. Come out there and argue with me, man. I, that what else are we gonna do? Like we've got we've got four hours to kill in a parking lot. You can only throw the damn football for so long before you got to start arguing, right? There you go, exactly. And you know what? And and, and the one thing about me is it, my my personality. If if you don't know, if you never talk to me, my personality off the microphone is exactly the same as it is on the microphone. I'm not one of those people that thinks I'm too important. I'm not one of those people that's gonna big time you. I'm not gonna, one of those people that's gonna be like a jerk. Or jackwad to you, you know. I'm I'm going to invite you. I'm gonna shake your hand. Ask how you doing. And we're gonna sit. We're gonna chop it up like we've been uh, buddies for years. Uh, yeah. If you if you come to one of our tailgates, what I'm gonna do is hand you a plate and tell you if you have any cash on you, there's the bucket, and this is what charity the money's going to this week. Uh, this is not a get rich quick scheme. Right, <laughs> you, right. you know what I mean? But like, if, if we're going to get together and we're going to do something, we I, my friends and I we always we always light the grill, and it's like a potluck. Yes. You know, in a parking lot. It's a parking lot potluck. Yes. Where whatever you got, 
chip in. It's going to this cause this week. We'll we'll post a tally, and you can you can see it. Like you can track the money. Mm-hmm. I promise you, I'm not trying to get rich selling cheeseburgers or pulled pork <laughs> in the in the parking lot off the grill. But yeah, yeah. that that's that's what we. I, you got to be approachable. I mean, I promise. Like, like that's a big part of it, you know. So sometimes, you know, I, I, there's a lot of folks that that get a little uncomfortable in those in those arenas, or, or or don't necessarily like a lot of that interaction outside of just being on the microphone and being able to chit chat. But I'm definitely not that. I'm definitely a people person. Always have been. So please feel free. And to that end, I, you know, th- this is where I wanted to start this this week. And, and you know, we got into it a little bit. John Calipari coming out, um, and very much just saying you know uk is a basketball school and i thought it was interesting where are we in the world that the kentucky basketball coach has to even make that announcement right right well you know how the worm has turned good on you stoops good (laughs) on you my guy it's very that is unfathomable to me rashawn that that even has to be said or that it's a point of contention after being said Joe, let me tell you something, and this is this is why I wanted to get into this conversation because people look at it on the on the um, exterior and just look at it for what it is, and they just see you know John Calipari coming out and saying some words. People wonder why he came out and said that, and then of course Mark Stoops claps back, which people were like, oh, like. We didn't think we were going to hear that, you know, and there's like a little bit of friction because then John Calipari comes back again and once again reiterates, absolutely, this is a basketball school. <laughs> I didn't stutter. <laughs> like, and it was like, whoa, like, what is this? And, and I think to me, Joe, it is something that I feel we're going to start to see more of, at least what what I'd like to term – if not hostility, um, some standoffishness between the football sect and the basketball sect, at least within the Power Five traditional basketball first programs. And the reason I say that is because right now college football is in the process of putting sports in a headlock. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, the the revenue for football, the television contracts, everything is going through the roof. Okay, we've heard that um, most of these schools uh, within the Big Ten and the SEC are looking to stand uh, close to, uh, to to make close to about a hundred million dollars per season, just on the television deal. Okay, so, these numbers don't even—they're not—it's it's not real to me anymore. It's like crazy. the numbers have gotten so big. Yeah, I mean, it used to be if 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 a program was bringing in a total revenue of a hundred million dollars, that was like the elite of the elite. There was only like if you go back eight years ago, <laughs> yeah, there was probably only there was probably less than thirty teams total that even came close to a hundred million dollars in revenue. You go back twenty years ago, it was like three. You know, like literally. It's insane. So, I mean, you know, and and, and to that end, I I feel like, (laughs) I don't know if it's, if I want to call it, I feel like the football coaches, especially a guy like Mark Stoops, um, who has found recent success. And because of that, he got everything that comes with being a successful football coach. You get uh, new facilities, you get uh, updated contracts, you get um, you know higher pay for your assistants. Um, everything starts to get a boost. And the thing that we see is is that 
football revenue overall, what the coaches are, are, you know, what the coaches' salaries are, what the support staff salaries are, the positions that are made available for that support staff, all gets a big bump up. And what we're seeing is while that's fine at Alabama that the football program has all these additional revenue streams and all this stuff because it's understood that Alabama is a quote-unquote football school. Same with Auburn, same with Ohio State, same with Georgia. And don't take our word for it. That's that's straight from Coach Cal. Absolutely. <laughs> and and what's happening is that UK now, this is my personal opinion, the football program is starting to get a lot more attention. They're starting to get a lot more funds directed and allocated their way. And me personally, Joe, I feel like Coach Calipari is feeling some kind of way about that, and I think that was absolutely an intentional shot across the bow to say, you know what? Don't forget about us. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about yeah. where your bread has been buttered. Yeah, no, that that's absolutely the what what it smacked of, as as yeah. as my dad used to say, it smacks of of. No, that's that's exactly what it was, and and what's funny to me is to be able to watch it, and I don't mean this from a rival standpoint, just as a, as a as an outside observer to it. Kentucky fans right now, and the attitude on the message boards, and the attitude on Twitter from that that I don't want to call, I don't want to say the fallout from it, but yeah. but from the 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 scuttle or the scuffle, they're proving the the quote that Mike Rutherford says all the time that every basketball school is a football school waiting to happen. You know, it's kind of like when people say, how come How come poor people always side with rich people? Well, because that idiot thinks they're going to be rich one day. They're just one good idea away from being a billionaire, you know? <laughs> um, every basketball school truly does want to be a football school. Louisville did. You know, we watched our fan base go through it. Mm-hmm. And then you, you start having expectations for football – that sometimes exceed the expectations of basketball at a program like Louisville, which it's all about what generation of fan you talk to. I'm 40 years old. You talk to people my age and younger, the expectations for football and basketball are kind of equal, if we're being being honest. Because if you're my age, if you're 40, your entire adulthood has been the John L. years and beyond. Right. There have been NFL players that came through the University of Louisville. Mm -hmm. There, There have been greats. There have been much, if we're being honest, more talent come through that football program than the basketball program in that time period. Yeah. Basketball program doesn't have an Elvis Doomerville. You know? Yeah. Uh, they don't have an Eric Wood. And that's not knocking the basketball program. just saying, like, it's, it's worked out well for football. So then you see a fan base and a younger version of the fan base, they start embracing new things. What we're watching with Kentucky, though, is, Holy crap, that theory is true because it's one thing when you're Louisville right. to me right. to then say we're going to, as a fan base, we're going to embrace another sport. But Kentucky is what, like love them or hate them, they are one of those programs in basketball. And I'm emphasizing one of those right. programs. Right. Never would you have, you have convinced me that Cal has to make the statement. Cal is insecure. Let me remind y'all who we are. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? Like at Kentucky? Really? Yeah. Like imagine Alabama basketball rolling so hard that Nick Saban had to sit out there with a at a press conference with his coat bottle, you know, turned label out, getting that advertisement money going. 
Well, you know, it's like some of y'all forgot where we came from, and we're still a humble football program here at Alabama, <laughs> Tuscaloosa. And, you know, it's cute what you all do in the wintertime, but the fall is where we make our money. You know, like, just <laughs> right, imagine something right. like that happening. Right. You couldn't. No, not at all. And, and that's what's great. Like When I, Florida uh, – sorry to cut you off, but Urban Meyer didn't have to come out and tell people – yeah, it's nice what Billy Donovan's doing, but don't forget about us. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I mean, and it's just funny because, like, first of all, I think one of the big issues, um, and, and I've heard this this bannered about over the last couple of days, uh, is that, you know, if you look at what, uh, you know, Big Dog's making down there uh, for, for UK's uh, football staff, Vince Morrow, um, you know, his salary almost doubles what Calipari's lead assistant is making. Yeah. Okay, so when you have these guys with these big contracts, Mark Stoops is basically on a lifetime contract, just like John Calipari, because he only needs the he gets an extension every time he wins. I think six or seven games. Uh, they may have updated. It used to be six games. I think it may have updated seven games now. But like he basically has a lifetime contract. All his assistants are making big money, and I feel like. The football coaches are out down there at UK walking around, starting to throw their weight around. It's not just that, man. I wonder how I wonder what the campus vibes like. Right. Because because on campus at U of L in the early two thousands, when the football team started saying U of L is a football school, I remember those Let's see here. Statute of limitations. Let me do the math <laughs> Look, man, I just remember there being some some altercations, if you will. In yeah. uh, in front of the sack, between yeah. members of the basketball team trying to run up on a couple of dudes from the football team, and then the whole football team coming back to be like, "Y'all got twelve, we got seventy. <laughs> you don't want this is just based on the numbers. Don't do this." But that was a point of contention, and and something that that I've talked about before on air. It wasn't until Covington until Cove passed away that was really the cool thing to me about Year of the Cardinal. And that 2012, 2013, that whole time period at UofL was we had the right collection of young men and women on campus that you saw Russ Smith going to the women's basketball game to to cheer for Shoney. You saw Gorgie out at the soccer matches. You You saw Teddy B at basketball games. That was something that had been missing on campus because there was this, like, blood feud where you had a bunch of alpha dogs trying to figure out who runs this athletic department. So when I saw the players chiming in on it yesterday, that's when I said, oh. That's what makes it different. Oh, I wonder how many – I wonder what the campus vibe is like. And if that's not something that doesn't – you know, like, that's not a point of contention at house parties. Like it's crazy, like like for real, like the, the the UK football guys were basically coming out and saying, you know, like back in their program and the basketball guys. I mean, this is a, we like, win bowl games, y'all y'all lose to St. Pete, like man. I mean, it's like because this is at Kentucky, and that's why I think it's just so interesting because let's hate it, love it. UK is one of, if not the best and most historical program in college basketball history. So if the football swag has gotten to the point to where even at the hallowed halls of the Wildcat are being shaken by football, no one is safe. And like you say, Louisville's a little bit different because while Louisville's also a top-ten program in basketball, they've never 
Louisville has never smacked of an elite blue blood. They, have, they don't carry themselves like that. And I think that's why the transition or the welcoming or the acceptance of good football was never – it was never contentious. Like, even when Rick Pitino was here, it was never contentious to where Rick was like, why are you all cheering for uh, – But you know, you know what? I'm, 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 I am going to throw this out there, though. Mm-hmm. Rick didn't feel threatened. They weren't they – weren't, I feel like Rick was smart enough to say – End of the day, that team will go undefeated and not be in the not be in the national championship because of the conference they play well, in. No, and I think part of that just has to do with the fact that Rick is a psychopath. Yeah. Like Rick is literally. I mean, the big thing that I go back to he has with unbelievable confidence in himself and everything about he thinks the world always rotates around him, so he doesn't feel the need to defend himself. <laughs> Watching it at U of L has has really made me jaded on this, but that's what I was always so impressed with Billy Donovan about before he made the jump to the NBA was that yes. Billy Donovan had. It was the perfect match, and your ego has to be so in check to be at a, a quote, football school, win back-to-back national championships, and really not sweat it or give a single damn that the fan base is going to come to your parade and talk about the football team and, and how many wins they think they can get next fall. Yeah. And that's what Donovan did. You know, Billy Donovan won back-to-backs during the Tebow era. Yeah. He I went mean, back literally. to backs and got overshadowed by the quarterback <laughs> and didn't care. Absolutely. And I and, and I said that is something that is truly unique. And when you're making the hire at at a quote football program or a basketball program, you've got to figure out who's the guy whose ego will allow him to be the second dog on campus. I mean, that's the question. I mean, the only time only time that I can think of the, the 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 smallest bit of static. Of course, everybody remembers historically when Louisville makes the run to the Final Four, and Charlie Strong is is out there at spring practice, uh, and there was no one there to cover the opening of spring practice, and Charlie Strong gets pissed off and says, "Wow, y'all couldn't even have sent a junior reporter to come cover, you know, uh, spring camp, you know, because everybody wants to be down at the Final Four. What's wrong with you people?" <laughs> like that was when I knew Charlie wasn't long for this gig, <laughs> but I really wanted to win some games yeah. and have fun. But that, yeah, I was like, mm. <laughs> like that right there. Mm. You know, Ch- Charlie was definitely not trying to hear Louisville basketball or Louisville being a basketball school. Can't even come and down here and check on the Roy Pylon. And Louisville was literally in the final four, and he was mad because they missed. Plus, it was a miracle yeah. run. It wasn't even a spring game. It wasn't even. like It was, it was just, Tuesday afternoon yeah. practice. <laughs> and there was no one there. Nobody and, was there to ask how Roy Phylon looked right. in pads. <laughs> you know, like, that, that was the only time where there was an interesting little bit of unrest. But, like, outside of that, I don't remember anything else. I mean, I remember Rick Pitino coming wearing his extra tight Lamar Jackson jersey on game day. Super snug. <laughs> that, man, that I was like, our coach needs a milkshake. <laughs> that was like a kid's medium <laughs> jersey. Like, he got that off the little bitty rack, you know. I, like, I, I don't know what his plan was. When he came out there, like somebody, his wife, you know, Joanne must have gassed him up talking about, baby, you look great. I, I, extra tight. You know, man, I, I feel like, like, <laughs> nah, Rick doesn't need that. Rick doesn't need that pump True. up. Rick looks in the mirror. He doesn't see a 10. He yeah. sees a 12. <laughs> you know, like, yes. 
You know he put that he put his grandson's Lamar jersey on. <laughs> Said yeah. I'm going to show you how to make this work. <laughs> uh, he wants to show off his beach body. Leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? First segment's in the books, man. You're listening to Wake Up 502. We have so much more to get into. Y'all Kentucky people, man, like just sit back and just watch it because I I don't feel like Mark Stoops is the type to back down. I know John Calipari ain't the one to back down. So it's going to be a very interesting season because I feel like that's going to be a underlaying current. Uh, and it's just something to watch moving forward. When you start to look at, you know, the, the schools like um, – UCLA, North Carolina, um, you know, the, those types of places where basketball has traditionally been number one, Kansas. I, I think that the dynamics are starting to change, and it's it's just very interesting. It's very interesting. So, okay, Kentucky's going to be ground zero for, like, this brave new world that is college football-centric and no one gives a crap about. But, like, I know that Haven Harrington probably loves this, even though he's not here to, to take his lap and, once again, remind us that college football runs the world. <laughs> hey but, man, he's not wrong. Hey, it's crazy. Coach Cal's gonna be all right, man. Just go ahead and just <laughs> have you a coke and a smile, brother. Hey, you listen, wake up 502 96.1 FM, Big X Sports Radio, and we'll be right back. Rashawn Myers here in studio, the Palatial Studios, 96.1 FM. Big X Sports Radio is going down on your Saturday morning. A preseason NFL Saturday morning. We got football on Friday nights. We got football on Saturday nights. Got a little bit more football on Sunday. We back. And, and you know, it wouldn't be Saturday morning on Wake Up 502 if I didn't drop some random. And here's a fun fact about that. Interesting. Playing, playing Nelly. Yes. Man, shout out to our man, Kendrick Haskins. I made the joke that uh uh in little known history of U of L, yes, Nelly's tip drill video was recorded at U of L alum Ray Buchanan's mansion. Really? Yes. And I made the joke that uh supposedly, and I cannot confirm nor <laughs> deny this, but the way that I've I've always understood this story went down. Nelly and, and and the what were they the Saint Lunatics? Yes, yeah. His his posse rolled through Casa de Buchana, and they filmed the tip drill video. Which for those of you who don't remember, the tip drill video could only be shown on BET Uncut at two a.m. Yeah, <laughs> it was not allowed to be on on. There was the infamous credit card yes. scene. Yes. Um, well, they they filmed that when Ray Buchanan's wife was out of town. Ah, of course. Kendrick Haskins <laughs> chimed in with, and Ray Buchanan's wife would be my cousin. 
And he was like, <laughs> he commented oh. on it the other day. Go back and find if you feel like it and look it up. Kendrick just came through. I was like, yeah, she uh, she got some. She got to go shopping after that. <laughs> yeah. it's like, so what was going on while I was out of town? I'm yeah. sorry, you and your you and your friends did what in our home where we raise our children? Right. Like, yeah, you can just picture. Every guy can close their eyes and yeah. hear that that lecture, oh. and then and then all you can do is go. I mean, he didn't tell me he was going to do all that. He just said he wanted to shoot a video. I was being a friend. <laughs> yeah, that's one of those. Just give me the card. And I'll be back. Yeah, yeah, that's, exactly. That, like that's one of those situations. Let me go get the heavy one, the one that has no no yeah. limit. I want the black card this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just remember, you did this to yourself, right? That <laughs> one that you got to pass me with two ha- using both hands, right? Because it's heavy. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Oh, Ray Boo, I don't know about that one. Wow, that's funny. I didn't. I, I didn't. You didn't. You didn't know that the tip drill video was recorded at Ray Buchanan's house. That's why they're all wearing Falcons Ray Buchanan jerseys. Ah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Absolutely. Yes. You know, I never thought about that. Yeah, man. That's yeah, what's the, up. Man, the, one of my favorite DBs all time. Oh, you know? one of my favorite U of L players. Yes. Might have been. Might have yes. been the first dude that 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 a young Joe Kelly was like. That guy's awesome, and I want to be like him. You know what's funny? And then he started letting rappers shoot videos at his mansion, and, and <laughs> even 20-something-year-old Joe Kelly was like, he's awesome, and I want to be just like him. <laughs> he just reinforced that. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite player ever. First hey, ballot Joe Kelly Hall of Fame. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Ray Boo, man. I, I, we got a couple of uh, uh, t- uh, texts coming in early uh, here to Thornton's text line. 414 uh, says, uh, Texas says, the BBN Civil War has been fun this week. And you fellas on Patino in that jersey uh, with the laughing emoji. Laughing to, so hard he's crying emoji, actually. He says, I can't believe that huge ego fit in that. <laughs> I was embarrassed for him. <laughs> hey, man, you know, like, like the crazy thing. Thing is, uh, I, I totally understand taking pride in your body and wanting to show it off. But but sometimes, like I don't know, man. It's it's cool to wear a baggy hoodie. There are certain places, Joe, where I think it was the coaches... shorts that was more offensive than the than the jersey. It was the total package. <laughs> yeah. Where it, oh, like, is that body paint? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Like there are some some schools, especially in the smaller towns, where your coach can literally do anything. He can literally come in riding a human, and no one would say anything. They would be like, that's awesome, coach. But at Louisville, we always – You're going to catch these Yo, jokes. we may love you, but we're going to give it to you if it needs to be given. Now, when I saw the picture of him doing the L's up in it, <laughs> you know what, what, just, what quote just rang in my head? What, what's that? In Rick's voice reading that text message, can you give me some Yezzies? <laughs> Right. Hey, sir, oh. you were famous for having $1,000 suits. Yeah. Act like it. Yeah, it's like, Rick, no. Not with that. Like, as soon as he came out there, everybody was just like, what are we doing? And this is coming off a national championship. And we were like, what, 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 what no. No. <laughs> I, I mean. I don't care. People get mad at me for saying this, I'm sure. But I was just like, damn. This is how bad our program is right now. This is how low we are that we can't get anybody to come in town. Teddy's on a damn bye. He's like, mm, I'm a backup quarterback. This could be bad for my brand. Uh, we can't get. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, the, the, the Muhammad's passed. We had what we had Layla Ali for the other game. You know, for for the other you know for the Florida State her, game. Yeah, honoring her father yes. too. You know, and they had they had the butterfly in the end zone. Like that was awesome. But Rick, I loved having Rick. Don't get me wrong. Like I love Rick because Rick's entertaining. He's awesome on uh, t- television camera. But yeah, I'm gonna need for you to to take the toddler jersey off. Like take the toddler jersey off please. and stop comparing Lamar to a basketball player you recruited at <laughs> Kentucky. Yeah, right. Most impressive guy I've seen since Mashman. <laughs> like, what? Right. It's like, what? Man, if you don't oh, shut no. the hell up in that tiny jersey. It's like, it's, it's Boy, we having a party. Go over there. It's cutting off the flow to your brain. Yeah, yeah, like, seriously. And, and I love Rick. Like, I, I love Rick. But, you know, that's one that I will never, I will never let that go ever in life. I, <laughs> uh, Rashawn, I, I like to think that I'm a changed man and I'm a, and I'm a better friend than I was a couple years ago to, yes. to people, you know? Yes. Um. It's taking me a while to get to this point. I, for, I love you, brother. I swear to God, you ever show up in my presence wearing a jersey that snug? You 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 got on a prince sized jersey like like yeah. what petite man did you steal that from? <laughs> Too sweet. Well, look, no, little sweet. Little sweet. <laughs> yes, I saw little sweet jersey that halter top jersey has on it. Right, like, like, buddy, if you're not like that jersey, should come with bell bottoms and platform shoes. He said, oh, mama, parenting is hard. <laughs> <laughs> this jersey. Yes, if I ever come in with the little sweet jersey on, you have every right to slap the hell. I'm out gonna of do it me. next Saturday. Just, <laughs> just, just not say a word. Just come in here in a schmedium. Hey, sit here like all like. Did Joe get stung by a bee on his way in here? <laughs> I have a feeling nothing will be better. The little sweet jersey. The rest of the show, I can. We should well just go ahead and just cut the microphones off off now. It's uh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Texter into the four one four fourteen fifty. Thor's text line says, um, "I love Stoops and Vince, but the tweeting after any sign of adversity is getting old. Bad look by all parties involved. Also, it seems like Vince mixes in a typo every time, uh, which makes me laugh." <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that I think I think that's him trolling. Yes, like I think that's his like his he brand. he's done it a couple of times, right? And people gave him enough crap for it that he was like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace it. That's my brand now. The brand strong. Yeah, just 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 throw the typo in there. But you know what? It's it is it's very. It's like the egos, like the football coaches' egos are starting because we already know Calipari's ego fits pretty much the whole size of the campus. But now Stoops' ego went from pretty much just right the size of the football field. Yeah, he had he had like Red Mile. Yeah, he had that area and and two keys. Right now. He's invaded campus. Oh, you better believe it. Like, his ego is starting to shove Cal Perry's to the side a little bit. It's like, hold up now. Like, I'm not saying it's as big as Cal's yet. What's the line from the from the Batman trilogy about you either you either die a hero or you live long enough to become yeah. the villain? Yeah, it's it's amazing to me, and I talk to a lot of my my Kentucky friends. I'm not I'm not commenting either way because, quite frankly, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I really don't. Yeah. I I don't care who coaches at the University of Kentucky. Not at all. Um, the the way their fan base is kind of turned on him though. And what I think is absurd and ridiculous is when they say he's only when anybody says he's only one one. I, I mean, do you know how damn hard it is right. to get that one? Oh, hey, you know, like people, th- people, uh, John, like there are certain athletes that are so dominant that they just screw up everybody else's expectations for what other people do. Michael Jordan went six and zero in the finals, so he never he never lost a game. Never lost a game, Rashawn. I don't yeah. know if you know that. Yeah. Never right. lost. And hit every Never shot. went through growing, fa- hit, growing hit, pains. Hit every game winning shot, too. Every oh. one of them. <laughs> every one. Um, John Wooden 
winning the the amount of titles he did at UCLA has shifted the narrative of what a successful coach looks like. Yeah. You know, when I when I, I remember looking up uh, Dean Smith saying he's only won that many championships, and then I went, man, how the hell? Like, what kind of cabbage head says only that many <laughs> championships? Yeah, if, if, if you can average one a decade, you're a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. Um, I mean, hell, uh, Tom Izzo's only won one, and he's a Hall of Famer. Right. <laughs> but it's it's insane to me how, how not all, but a growing contingency amongst BBN has kind of soured on Cal. Well, what's interesting about it is I'll tell you what happens, and I don't even think it's about Cal, because the same thing happened here at Louisville. Once Louisville got a taste of big-time football, mm-hmm. like once they went to that Orange Bowl – a new a New Year's Day bowl will will change your expectations, and you will never sit in the. It's kind of like well, going to Derby. You're never going back to the infield. Absolutely, because what 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 happens is when you get a taste of football success, there's football is the dominant sport in most people's minds. Now, even while Louisville being a basketball school and Louisville making its brand and its history is based on the success of the basketball program. There is a portion of the sports fans' brains for most fellas that just loves football. Like, have grown up, always loved it. They played it, or, you know. The, the, my dad and I used, my know? dad used to joke with me, boy, we were born in the wrong state. We yeah. should have been Texans. Like, like, literally. Like, I mean, football is such a huge. It's a religion like, in the South. For me, I am a basketball first, second, and third. Like, I love football, but it does not hold a candle to basketball. But I know that I'm in the minority with that. So what happens is, and it happened at Louisville, once we got a piece of that success and we get to see Harry Douglas standing up on the stage, biting into the orange for the Orange Bowl picture, and these guys are celebrating, it rearranged a lot of our fans' brains to, like, This is what I really want. Like, I love our basketball program, but this football thing is a whole different piece. And then we get to have on top of that, we back that up a few years later, and Lamar Jackson wins a Heisman Trophy. Like, half of our fan base has now switched to football first, at least. Absolutely. And now that's what we're seeing happen with Kentucky football. Yeah, and and that's what I was getting back to, you know, the quote that that Mike references about every basketball fan base is is really a football fan base waiting to happen yeah and it's just bizarre seeing it happen in kentucky i'm I'm not surprised necessarily because i understand how intoxicating football is and and for my uk friends out there congrats and welcome to the party yet or what they call a bcs bowl you know they haven't been to one of the elite they haven't gone yeah they went to outback bowl (laughs) right but i mean that's all it takes but you know that's the thing, and 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 Louisville fans for the longest time now, I, I caution my UK friends, like enjoy this, man. Seriously, do and don't let your expectations get stupid and run amok, right? Because Louisville fans got spoiled. Yes, and we started being like, oh, we're not playing a New Year's Bowl. We're not doing that, right? I'm sorry, we have every, we got all the hardware except a Rose Bowl and a national championship. Other than that, we have a Fiesta Bowl. We have a Sugar Bowl. We have an Orange Bowl. Oh, oh! I can tell you when it reached its zenith of Louisville fans being spoiled and being ridiculous is when people came out and said, and you know what? And I will say, I intimated that it may have actually been true. 
that Louisville would be better with Jawan Pass than they were with Lamar Jackson. That came out of my mouth. And I did not say he was going to be better. Right, that I it was going to be a sum of all parts. and that the, and Because the, he was more of a traditional passer, because Bobby Petrino loved the more traditional passing quarterback that could still also run. I, I likened it back to the Stephon LaForge team. And I just thought that there's a chance that Louisville's overall team could be better with Jawan Pass. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> That's the most, and like this is the thing. Like I don't try to act like I didn't say something. Right. Like, I won't take credit for. That was the dumbest thing. I remember sitting in the room with people. I, said. I remember sitting in studio with people that that argued similar things. Yes, and you know what I did? I'm a terrible co-host. I'm a terrible friend. When you say something like that, I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. We're trying to make we're trying to keep people listening. Right. So all I'm gonna say is I'm gonna lean into the mic and go, go on. <laughs> and then and then push the mic away so nobody can hear me laughing. <laughs> but I listen to people saying, Hear me out, bro. Right. Hear me out. <laughs> we could be more out. complete. You know, he'll get more yeah. more levels of the of the offense going. You know, with Lamar, it was just snap the ball and let Superman be Superman. I think you're going to see tight ends involved. Yeah, we're going to be balance. doing. Yes. We're going to see more traditional Bobby Petrino Bring offense, back running back. Game. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. I just said, <laughs> the running back screen game. Yeah, no, man. I mean, that's why the Justice League always tells Superman, "We don't need you today." One year later, Bobby Petrino didn't have a job. <laughs> like, Man, like that went horribly wrong. <laughs> Bobby Petrino, I remember that too. Saying, I, I I can't remember who was arguing so adamantly that the team was gonna well, Bobby be better. Petrino without came him. out said they were gonna beat Alabama the year after Lamar Jackson leaves. Well, everybody was drinking Kool Aid. Even Bobby was drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> it, it was the Kool Aid from Jonestown that Bobby was was stirring up. Oh. But uh, I, you know, I just remember telling telling a buddy. Hey, man, remember that time 11 months ago when you said the quarterback who's now playing, I don't know, is he at an FCS school now? Where where, where, where he end up? Yeah. And, and the coach is at Northeast Missouri State. Hardy's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man, that was, that, that, was a good, that was a good take. Good take. Oh, gosh. That, but, but I, it, you know, and I'm giving y'all hell. I understand it. <laughs> it, it. It really was, man, we were drunk on football. Foot, there is just no blackout drunk. There is no sports high like college football success high. I remember telling uh, Desmond Howard because I I was the MC for game day, and it was my job to hang out on set. Yes, and they actually paid me to do this, Rashawn. Actual United States dollars. <laughs> I I texted my dad and said, "You're not gonna believe this." Uh, my job was just get everybody hyped up when they went to commercial. That way, it sounded yeah. rowdy. Uh, oh, not a problem. We can do that. Starting small riots in parking lots, that's what I do best. <laughs> you know? And I remember telling Desmond Howard, talk, just talking about being drunk and, and feeling it, I was like, man, watch it. My man Lamar is going to be doing your pose all afternoon. <laughs> all damn day. And if you go back and watch that post-game show, Desmond Howard said, I don't know his name. But the gentleman who emceed game day for us with the really large beard told me that I'm I'm giving you a heads up right now as a Heisman voter. Go on and, and etch Lamar down. You were right, guy with the beard. Yeah, <laughs> you were right, guy with the beard. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, it, it gets no better than this. Louisville football is kicking ass, literally. 
Desmond Howard is now referred to me as his friend in Louisville with a beard. Yeah, I'm going to take some liberty with it. We're just going to we're going to take it and run with it. De- me and Desmond are buddies now. Absolutely. Uh, this gets no better. Hey, and I, then Lamar left. I mean, like, do you remember how you felt when you looked at Louisville and you saw the standings for the playoff, and you see Louisville yeah. sitting what number five? Yep. And you just dared to dream that, like. Damn, dude, like we could literally do this. And even me being someone who is passionate about basketball, that felt different. It's it felt different. Because because uh, let's be honest, man, like like what's the line from prog- from the program? You know, like we'll pull from a from a college football movie, seat at the table. Yeah. And basketball Basketball can lull you in no matter what what team you're a fan of, what school you root for, because 64 teams all get a get a chance. You know, now we know that there's going to be some fun, you know, upsets along the way, but right. once we get to the final four, it's all chalk. You dare to dream. But I mean, you get that you it, get that little that, buzz yeah. going. Oh, how you know, did Kentucky fans feel? I mean, last year when UK started showing up in, you know, uh playoff projections in the yeah. top ten. A lot of Louisville fans were making fun of him, and I was like, I, "How you? I, I can't. I can't." I, I felt that high. Brother. I've been I, I there. Understand that high. Yeah, and like, I'm still chasing that dragon. Like when UK's coming into to, to that Georgia game, everybody knew. Okay, everybody outside of those who love Kentucky knew that Georgia was going dog walk UK. Mm-hmm. But those UK fans, and I can't fault them for that. They hell dared, no. They dared to dream. Like, but what if? Like, our whole world changes if we can pull off this upset. An SEC championship game with Kentucky in it? A friend of mine told me that, that and, and this is where I say, like, it'll be funny to watch it, you know, as an outsider and, and, and just a casual observer. I, I really don't give a damn about Kentucky outside of game week. Yeah. I'm I'm over that. I, yeah. I just, I don't, it's not fun for me. I have too many friends. Work Damn you, sports radio. Damn you to hell. Uh, I've met too many people on the blue side, you know, that, that do this thing that at the very least, man, when we take an L to them, I'm like, you know what? I hate your fans, but I'm glad my, my buddy and my family, you know, and, and friends are smiling. Yeah. Uh, because that's the that's the thing about an in-state rivalry. It, it is your neighbors and your friends. So yes. it's, it's hard for me as I get older to embrace the hate like I used to as a uh, young man. Uh, hey, Matt Jones is my dude. Like, even though I can't stand Kentucky and I hate his character that he plays, always hating on UofL, but, like, I knew him before he became, like, the – the you know the poster child for just hating on Louisville and he was just a radio dude mm-hmm. and like me and him always vibed we always got along he was always a UK guy I was always a Louisville guy but like I generally like him as a person like me and him were like cool so yeah. you know I mean it's it's one of those things it, like it takes say. the venom out of it you know yeah absolutely. I mean it, it really does and uh yeah, so I couldn't really, I couldn't judge him. I couldn't be mad at him. I, if anything, I was telling people like, "Why are you laughing at it? We've been there." Hey, that we have been intoxicating. There. I understand, it's, man. It's it, intoxicating. But but I tell I tell my friends all the time, you got to be careful with it because because just like all good highs, man, it'll have you stranded under a bridge if you if you don't manage this thing properly. I promise. Uh, your expectations will will ruin you. And and my buddy to to that point made the comment. I never thought in my life I would go from saying eight wins is good enough and and you can get a contract for life to 
we expect 10. <laughs> hey, do y'all think we might make an SEC championship in the next four years looking at the roster? <laughs> like, no, he's an, and I'm terrified that once we do that, then I'm going to be stupid enough to call you, my Louisville buddy, and say, yo, man, do you think we can win the SEC next year? <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, once you get that hit, it's never good enough. You want more. You want more. It's like the green-eyed monster. You always want more, and it never goes back. So I'm going to say this, and Coach Cal, I know you love listening to Wake Up 502. I know you you start your Saturday morning listening to me, so I'm going to give you a piece of advice, Coach Cal. It ain't never going to be like it was again. Brother, I'm telling you, now that Kentucky has touched the, the Holy Grail just for that hot second, Kentucky athletics is never going to be back. Yeah, you're still a basketball school, but guess what? Basketball gave up a whole lot of real estate. That's all I'm going to say, and I'm going to leave it at that. You know what? Hour number one is in the books. We coming back with hour number two. We got a lot to get into. We got some UFL men's basketball to get into. Uh, Louisville football is on the uh, the, the training, uh, you know, on camp is, is full swing. So we got some things coming out of camp. We got that much, much more coming up. You'll listen to Wake Up 502 at Rashad Myers. We'll be back. Big A Sports Radio. It does, but but unfortunately, the driver of one of those F three fifty Raptors, you know that that big boy, man, he hijacked this this song and what it does to my brain. I don't think about football anymore. I don't think about Iron Man the movie. I will just never forget the day I watched this fool whip it hard. Like I just happened to have Thunderstruck playing in my car. I, I don't know. I was listening to like classic rock for whatever reason. Brother, he came from the far left lane on the on the Waterson and drifted all the way, cutting everybody off, and just barely missed like the divider, so he could hop on the Waterson. Uh, and and I just watched it. Was like, man, that felt like I was in a Michael Bay movie for a split second. Couldn't have planned that any better. So that thank is... you, guy with the overcompensating truck. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, I was watching it. I mean, I seriously. Had it's just etched into your brain. Now. I wish somebody had been riding shotgun with me because I know I said out loud, dude, that was red. <laughs> wow, not red. You were yeah. all the way back. Oh, oh, I was a child. You were all the way back second. to Surf Ninjas. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. I was just like, look at that boss out here winning the day. 
We can all just pack it up and go home because this is Batman's world and he's driving a raptor in it. That is hilarious. That's it's like that uh, when, when Michael Scott says, you know, I remember they used to say cool words like boss. Boss. It's like, man, those jeans are boss. He said, that's why I wanted to become a boss. boss. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, that's quality. Every, Every couple of years, my buddies and I decide what <laughs> old slang from our childhood are we bringing back. And, and years ago, and it, it just hadn't left. We brought back just calling people, shut up, you buster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, buster. Yes. Yeah, I, you know, oh, the, I, the classics, man, I'm telling you. Sometimes they hurt even more than like the worst cursing you could catch. Oh, absolutely. You know, because we're kind of we're kind of numb to that now as adults. We've been cursed at enough by 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 coaches, bosses, spouses. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, whatever. You get numb to it. Somebody breaks out buster on you in the year of our Lord 2022 and you go, oh, hold up like, a minute. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> hold on a damn minute. I've been called a lot in my day, but I have never been accused of, of any busterism. Yeah. You know, the, the the one piece of old rhetoric that I've always kept in my lingo, and it's literally predates me. Okay. But I still use it anyway. Young blood. Yo, I knew you were going with young blood. <laughs> there are two terms of endearment that you know an old you you have you have you are now in the inner circle with an old black man. Yes. He's the type of old black man that wears a leather cap. Yes. And when he says, Now listen up, Jack. Yeah. Or calls you young blood. Young blood. Yeah. Like young blood. yeah. I'm telling you, like that was like to me, that was always just the coolest. You know what I'm saying? Like the OG talking Be to the young easy, cats. Young yeah. blood. Hey, yeah. man, y'all young bloods need to just chill out, man. <laughs> You're breaching. Yeah. <laughs> I've never let it go. I promise. I've I, never let it go. Like I said, man, that or if you ever get an old timer to call you, to, like seriously, when they when they they take they stiffen up. See here, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> they call you Jack. Look, man, that's that's the equivalent to to the the church lady who says bless their heart. Yeah. It, it just got real. Right. You may not recognize what's going down, but it it is escalated. Hey, and if somebody ever calls you a jive coolie, oh, you're ready to fight. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. You gotta at that point, man. You might and and watch out because that that guy also carries what we call a switchblade, <laughs> not a knife, mind right, you, a, switch a switchblade. Blade. That one that, that he hits that button and it goes. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like sounds like breakaway pants, you know, during warm ups. That's hilarious. <laughs> wow. Hey, you know what? We got a caller into the Wake Up 502 buzz line. Uh, so just somebody just sent in. I see it on text line. He said, Jive Turkey. Hey, I love it. It's too close to Thanksgiving to be acting like a Jive Turkey. <laughs> Classic. Hey, we got our buddy Wayne on the line. Wayne, how you doing this morning, man? We, I, I'm, it's, it's been laughs all morning, man. How you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing very well, Sean. First of all, let me say good morning to you, Joe, and Haven, if he's in the house. Yes, sir. Uh, it's always a privilege and a pleasure to talk with you guys on Saturdays. And uh, I'm, I'm going to weigh in very briefly on the uh, foolishness down there in Kitty Land. <laughs> first of all, first of all, Calipari posturing for, you know, for that facility. If he wants that facility so bad, since he has a lifetime contract, let him throw in some money, and then then because I don't I don't think you can posture uh, Barnhart to do anything. Either he's going to do it or he's, or he's not, and I think all that's going to do is alienate him and piss him off. And then um, and as far as the you know the, the kiddies in football, 
Yeah, they won 10 games last year. But, and I'll put a big B on that, four of those built-in wins, they did beat Florida and they did beat LSU in a down year. I've never seen them beat them when they're at their best. So that, you know, that was good. But we shall we shall see once they're back at full strength if they can compete. And then I'll throw one more thing in. You know, they're talking about they're doing this, they're doing that. When's the last time they played in in a, in a New Year's Day bowl game? Rumble's done it several times. Yeah, I, don't, I think I, so, I it's, you know, yeah, a long time ago, you know, if, if at all. Yeah, so you know they they talk all that food. Yeah, they they they've been on top of them. They beat us and they deserve it. But they're not all that. Until they get in the upper echelon, then I don't want to hear nothing about it. You know, you take away, like I said, you take away those four built-in wins that they put on their schedule every with that mediocre competition. Then let's talk about uh, they're, they're talking all this foolishness, what they're doing over there in, in the Bahamas or wherever they're playing it, against high school teams. <laughs> I mean, come on. Get, get real. Get real. You, you haven't done nothing. You haven't done nothing. You're supposed to beat them like you're doing. So you haven't done anything. And then one more thing I, 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 I'll say before I go. Yes, sir. Uh, I think Louisville's going to do very well in football. Like I said, I think I think that last week they got their two main cogs back on deep. Well, they got three now, but they got Lowley, they got Monty Montgomery, and they get Keytrail. So the, those three pieces will allow them to have much added uh, experience, depth, and 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 solidity uh, on that defense. And I think that's what they were missing. And they'll do that in the games that they lost last year. They should have, but they've got a year a year a year more of experience. And I think they're going to do very well. So I, I I'll be very disappointed if they don't. So it's re- there's no reason for them not to. And then of course they they latched onto one more. Uh, office of Cod. <laughs> that was that guy was kind of a surprise, but they're doing they're doing a great work out there, and everything is going to be good. Uh, you just you just let it run its course, and you know the and the folk uh, uh, hollering about well Kenny Payne he ain't got guards he ain't got this he ain't got that Kenny Payne and I can I know for a fact the system he's going to be running the pro pro system. You don't really have you don't need it a traditional guard to come down and set nothing up. It's a motion offense. He got people that can bring the ball up court. You can get the ball up court, get it to the shooters. That's what you're going to do. That's going to be the style. And they're going to be a beast on defense. They're going to worry people. Well, well you know, one thing, Wayne, I will tell you that, you know, one, one of the prerequisites to run a pro system is being able to have pros to be able to run that system. So <laughs> that's the only oh, thing. Yeah. That's the only thing that I, I worry about. Do does Louisville have the pros to run the system? Because I can tell my son to go down and be uh, Shaq in the low post because this is all Shaq did was just turn and drop step and dunk on people. Doesn't mean my son can go out there and do it. Why don't, Why ain't you doing the dream shake, no, boy? This is true. <laughs> this, this is true. You got You got You got to have. You got to have some pieces, and and they they get. That front court is going to be thunder. Yeah, and yeah. They, 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 they're going to be all right. No doubt, they're going to be all right. And we just have to, we just have to watch and see. So I'm, I'm, you know me, I'm not one of those that's sweating and belly aching and all that. 
I just said, like the, like I've heard, I heard us. Uh, I forgot he said, "Let the cake bake." Yeah, oh, and, 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 and we'll we'll see, we'll see. But Sean Joe Haven, you know you my guys, and and I'm looking forward to when we when we can all meet again. Absolutely. Hey, you're coming. To, you're going to be a tailgate, right? You're going to be a tailgate for Florida uh, State. Absolutely. I got. A, absolutely. I already got a plate ready for I'm you, man. Forward. There it is. I'm looking forward. <laughs> yes, sir. Joe and, and Haven, what we always say, go cards. And once again, my brothers, I thank you. Hey, I appreciate and I have a good day, Jim. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks, Wayne. I appreciate it. Always a good brother. Saturday when we get to hear from Wayne, man. And I cannot wait to meet. Like, I'm so ready for tailgate this season. Yes. Like, even aside from the football, Rashawn, like, that's just, that's, that's, that's the, that's the dessert. Yes. Like, tailgating itself, getting out, seeing Card Nation again, seeing all of our friends, our listeners, callers. Uh, I cannot wait to hang out in a parking lot throwing a football with Wayne because I appreciate that Wayne keeps it together and he doesn't get us in trouble by by. <laughs> but I bet he lets it rip in that parking wow. lot. Hey, you know I saw Wayne uh, out. Me and my kids went out to dinner. Not this past, not yesterday Friday, but a week uh, prior uh, Friday. We went out and and saw Wayne out with his, his lady out on the town chatting and sitting there eating, and we had a good little conversation. So. You know, he, it's, Wayne's a good one. He's a good dude. It's always fun when you meet the, the callers or the texters yes. and you meet them in person and you're yes. like, wow, you do an incredible job of keeping it together and not dropping F-bombs <laughs> when you call in. Like, right. Yeah, I like, mean, thank you. I appreciate that as somebody who celebrates that word when I'm not talking in front of a microphone. Right. <laughs> it's like, thank you for doing that. Because you, you know, cause that's the worst thing is when you have a great caller with great takes and then <laughs> they, they just, just – they just lose Can't it. Can't hold it in. Yes, it's like that. It's like no. Yeah, and you go ah. <laughs> and I'm like no, but I'll tell you what's the worst is when you think they may have said something, but you're not really sure. So then you like, as the producer on the producer side, you have this thing behind you, okay? That's like the uh, the the delay, mm-hmm. okay? And the delay, you hit the uh, delete button, and it'll <gasps> dump the last you know eight to ten seconds. So you have a very short window of time to be able to to make that out, executive yes. decision. <laughs> it's like, did he did he say that or did he not say that? And you're kind of looking at it and you're like, I don't know. And, and that's just, why that's why they don't let me have that power. Yes, because I would what I would do is is that going to get us in trouble? Because if it's not going to get me in trouble, I'll let him say it. <laughs> I will let them say it. Go back, listen to it on the pod. Like, did he offend this group? Sure did. <laughs> sure did. The uh, thoughts of Collar Jeff do, right. are not, you know, yes. they, 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 they do not reflect the staff and management of uh, 96.1 FM. At all. Yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate the call. <laughs> Thank you, Collar. Yeah, right. It's like, uh, like, like, like the Mad Rapper. Just remember, this is a family show. It, it, that's, <laughs> and that was the other thing that I was about to say. About, that, this is why I can't wait to be around Wayne because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Wayne a solo cup and put something in there and get him turned. It's like putting a quarter in a jukebox. Yeah. I already know. <laughs> oh. I know he's going to go full-on Mad oh. Rapper. Oh, with, yeah. They made a couple bull games. That's nice. That's nice. But they're not your boys like we are. Oh, yeah. I'm probably going to curse Wayne out talking about this Kenny Payne stuff. Trust me. I've had to curse out a lot of Louisville fans. Like I know everybody, you know, I, I used to get the nickname of the Will Smith of the West End, but don't worry, I can get real good and spicy when this microphone's off. So, <laughs> uh, and and you know what, I'm just I'm I'm over here just watching you get drugged for for all the oh, kidding for man. like and and some of the slander that's come your way. I've just been <laughs> like. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh lordy I, I i have had to pick up my sword and my shield for this one brother like, oh, it's been a long i'm gonna be i'm i'm gonna firmly stay in the camp of look man i just like to ruffle feathers so i'm over here yelling can you paint one of them games though <laughs> <laughs> like that's my yeah, only guy. Yeah, Kenny Payne won those games. I, and, and it's so funny, and, and this may be hot taken. We got some more texts coming in, 414-1450, so y'all keep sending them in. But I I absolutely hate that phrase. I hate that saying. I hate it. I know The only reason I why hate I hate it. I thought it was dumb as hell when it, when it started. <laughs> I thought it was like, okay, cool. UofL fans finally got something as cornball equivalent to the L's to, down to the thing. L's down. Yeah, because this is corny, just man. Just because it pisses off the UK but it, And I have so many friends, Rashad, that have told me, I know it shouldn't, but now I understand your all's frustration with the L's down stuff where you just <laughs> sigh and you're like, really? Really? That's, that's what you got for me? See? It's so... Irritating. I'm gonna tell you the biggest difference between Kenny Payne won those games and the L's down is the L's down. You can do the L's down because at some point empirically it can't be wrong. Anytime that Louisville gets their butt kicked by UK, they can pull the L's down. Even if Louisville comes back and wins a game, guess what? Next time UK beats Louisville, they can sh- shoot that L's down. Kenny Payne won those games. Literally has a shelf life of let's see if he can actually coach. Hey, man, but then it no longer becomes Kenny Stop Payne hating on Kenny games. Payne, Rashawn. <laughs> Look, this is our time then. If right. those if that's your I, rules, if that's the rules of engagement, damn it, give me this time I, period. I, I hate the Kenny Payne won those games because if but it he goes did, horribly wrong, then it just becomes another p- bullet in the UK. Uh, like, like Louisville fans can never have a bullet for the L's down. Like literally, they can use that in perpetuity regardless of whether Kentucky lose another game to Louisville or not. Kenny Payne won those games literally has a shelf life of can he coach. No, no. I this is where I disagree <laughs> with you, man, because this is where you got to learn to laugh at the at the foolishness of of of, of 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 sports smack talk, right? <laughs> man, if that dude goes 0 and 30, I'm still having a t-shirt printed up that says so Kenny Payne won those those games just because it at Ken- but, but but then but comma at kentucky because clearly he didn't win any you know. <laughs> yeah, on the back <laughs> yeah hey kenny payne won those games but not here though yeah. <laughs> fair <laughs> you know he used up all all, all his fairy dust that's the only and, you know that's the only reason i hate that is because not because because it's funny that you're gets, being pragmatic gets, i know i just i see you gotta embrace the dumb I see the impending you have to embrace the doom. dumb with, with stuff like sometimes <laughs> Rashawn, I'm telling you, man, this will help you. This has helped yes. me learning this. Like, like I, I tweet about this a lot. Yes. I have a genre of film that I enjoy that I call big, dumb, loud, stupid movies. Yes. I referenced Michael Bay earlier. <laughs> Look, man, when I turn on a Transformers movie, Rashawn, I do not expect dialogue. No. I'm not watching it for the script. Yes. I want to see cars turn into alien robots <laughs> Robot and blow murder. up and fight. Yeah. And and don't give me anything about the storyline had holes in it. It was alien robots to turn into trucks and fight. Of course it had holes in the damn thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? With all that being said, Kenny Payne won those games. <laughs> it's like the last Fair Fast enough. and Furious installment. Man, they took a oh, Honda God. to the to the to space. Where will they go next, Rashawn? <laughs> I don't know, but I will be in theater to find out. Right, it's like I, 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 you can't I, fight this tide. Yeah. All you can do is is grab a grab a board, 
the and sh- try to ride the wave. The shift of Fast and the Furious from from episode, you know, from the first movie to now, it's like how how did we get here to now? Now we well, like, we got here. We got here because spaceships. because Dominic Toretta and his and his gang of cutthroat, it's landlocked pirates. <laughs> They're not friends, Rashawn. They're family. They're family. <laughs> Which means they can do anything. They can do anything. <laughs> Buddy, if I had a family member that was that I was like, we go to Sunday dinner, what'd you get into this week, Dom? <laughs> uh, you know, I had to go down to, to Brazil and we raced cars through skyscrapers. <laughs> man, wh- one of these days I'm going to get an invite. <laughs> you know, it's like, man. And, and just think, we started out like hijacking semi trucks. Yeah, right? yeah, <laughs> simple times back then. We were thinking small. We were just ripping off eighteen wheelers. Yeah. Small time crooks, if you will. Yeah. Now we're taking Datsuns to space. Yeah. <laughs> it was That's what we call balling on a whole other level, baby. <laughs> I, I I just watched that. It was like I was sitting in theaters because it was right after we'd all been vaccinated. And I was like, "Cool, I can get like I can go back out, you know, in crowds." And that was my celebration. I went to like the three o'clock show. Only person in the theater. <laughs> Greatest experience of my life, Rashawn. You know what? You, you know when I was officially done with the Fast and Furious series, when the Super Brother, The Rock, literally jumped off the highway from one car yeah, to did. another highway yeah. onto another car. Yeah, <laughs> carrying a minigun. Yes. Hey, <laughs> man, when my when my man when my man what is happening. See, I refer to Dwayne Johnson because for those who don't pay attention, Rashawn's nickname is Rock. So Dwayne Johnson's now Other Rock. And uh, when Other Rock was was laying in the in the hospital bed, and he just, just he's watching the TV, off. and he just rips the cast off. I was like, yeah, these movies are plausible. Yes, and then pulls out the minigun, and then pulls out a minigun like the Terminator. So you can call the cavalry. I am. The I cavalry. am the cavalry, son. <laughs> and I love that there's this whole like in real life spat between uh, uh, Vin Diesel, yes, and and The Rock. Where like Vin Diesel says uh, has tweeted out, "Come fulfill your destiny, brother. Finish the Fast and Furious franchise." <laughs> And also, just before we get off this, while we're oh. we're making fun of uh, Vin Diesel and Fast and Furious, so funny. At the height of Chuck Norris jokes back in the two thousands, <laughs> the best one I heard though was somebody started Vin Diesel jokes, and they said if you rearrange the letters of Vin Diesel, you reveal his credo: "I end lives." <laughs> hey, don't I'm play t- with Dominic Toretta, man. I'm t- Dom, family. It's all about family. Hey. How many oh. people have died and come back in that movie? It's like a soap opera. I promise. Like Han, I can't. I just Letty. I can't. I can't. I just. I, I. I had to just let it. I was like, you know what? <laughs> because I feel like the the uh, directors and, and writers are trolling at this point. Oh. Like they're like, let's just see how many ridiculous scenarios that we can put these dudes in, and people just keep. I don't know where they're trolling. I don't know where they they write the mo- the scripts for the movie. Yes, but I can guarantee you, marijuana is legal. <laughs> and it's seriously just a bunch of bros eating edibles, going. Hypothetically, what it's if we tried haze. this? It's that purple haze, bro. I'm telling you. What if we tried this, bro? <laughs> this is why not. Like at, at this point, like I feel like it's the same people that do South Park. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like. Let's just. Put We're too big to fail scenario. now. Yes. Okay. So, like, let's make John Cena Dom's brother. <laughs> it's like what? Why not? What? It's like 
<laughs> but here's the cool thing, man. They're not problematic. It's not like they made him get a spray tan or nothing. <laughs> it's like he's just Dom's brother, and we accept that. It's like, you know what are we doing? Because what are we doing? Son, that's the thing about the Fast and Furious. It's it's like the Bible. <laughs> it teaches many lessons in it, and and family comes in all shape and size. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even. I just fast and furious uh, we're going back 414-1450 thornton's buzz line uh texter in says uh any dj wagner news um he's yes. still very good at basketball um he's good at basketball nobody has any idea what he's going to do and at this point i feel like while Calipari feels pretty good about where he is uh, after locking up three very nice commitments for 2023, Kenny Payne still has Caleb Glenn as the only commitment in 2023, and he is hoping and praying that that DJ pulls that L's up <laughs> when the time comes. So at this point, we don't know what when he's visiting. I know that he's going to be setting up visits with U of L. He may go back to UK. I know that there's been some talk that he wants to take some other visits as well. Um, but we're kind of waiting. Like everybody's anticipating that DJ is going to be a part of Louisville Live. Um, you know, I, I know that there's been some talk about some folks possibly coming to that. I know Jamari Phillips, the young man out of California, that some have said may be a double secret double probation commitment already for U of L, uh, based on an interview that was done uh, with with Maven and those folks a few weeks ago. Um, but that you know, we don't know. I know that, that Jamari pulled out his final six, and Louisville is in it. Um, along with several um, Nike-led West Coast schools for the most part. Um, but but uh, Phillips did cut his list down. Um, but I think at this point we're trying to wait and see who's going to come to Louisville Life. I think that's going to be the next big point of news. Right now it's kind of like I, I want to say it's a dead period or um, – a no contact period. So you are seeing kids make commitments, but there's not any visits going on. Um, I think that ends here um, to where kids can start being on campus for visits at the end of the month. Um, so at that point, I think we'll get some more news. But at this point, I, everybody's kind of it's post um, summer basketball season and everybody's kind of getting back to school. So once we get through that period, we'll start hearing about visits being set up, and then I think you'll have a firm list on who who Louisville's targeting and who their real targets are. I know Mookie Cook uh, was a young man who a uh, five-star uh, wing that had recently decommitted from Oregon and reopened his recruitment. I know there was some thought that maybe Kenny Payne would get involved with Mookie. Um, unfortunately, Mookie decided to commit and committed back to Oregon. So I don't know what <laughs> – that whole I don't know if it was an NIL dispute. Like, I was you know about what? to say, like you need to add an extra zero. Check didn't clear, it. boss. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but Phil Knight, as we know, has plenty of money. So uh, Mookie Cook did decide to recommit to Oregon about a month after decommitting. Uh, so there was no ability to get traction there. I do know that. Um, the pool is starting to thin out. There's not uh, at this point. I want to say there's only f- three or four. Guys that aren't leaning one way or another that would be considered elite recruits, five stars, two of those, of course, being uh, DJ Wagner and Aaron Bradshaw, uh, which are two guys that Louisville has been hot and heavy on. But um, to say I know where they're going or there's been any news, there's not. So I think that you'll get a good definitive list of who Louisville's targeting and who's really feeling or at least wanting to see if they seriously want to consider Louisville by who comes to Louisville live. 
If they aren't there for that or here for one of those early football games like FSU, um, then I will say, like, if Aaron Bradshaw does not set up another visit, um, if DJ Wagner, for whatever reason, didn't come for another visit, um, then that would, of course, be very telling. Um, so so well, it's, it's kind of a wait and see um, at this point. Uh, he did also just uh, quote in and say, uh, Jive Turkey, as well as uh, said that uh, Wayne sounds like Haven. So he thought Haven was actually the mystery caller calling in, just saying he was somebody else so he could get on here and troll. But no, it was actually Wayne. It was not Haven. <laughs> and also, Dee Dee checked in. She said Wayne was nailing it on his call. So, Wayne, good job. Dee Dee agrees with you. You know, so for what that's worth. Good hey, work. Good I, work, Wayne. I, I appreciate Dee Dee because Dee Dee is a devout like supporter and listener. Uh, so so shout out to I'm, her. I'm I'm assuming we'll get to meet. Uh, well, I don't know if you you all have met. Uh, I'm I assuming I I will get to meet her at, at tailgate. I know, Didi. I'm I'm gonna need for you to come out to the tailgate or something. You know, you know come shout us out. Say hello if you see me uh, walking around. I'm I'm about the you know the the six four super tall person. So you know you'll, you'll see me out there somewhere. So say make sure you say hello. Yeah, that's the cool thing about having a six foot four friend in your in the group <laughs> is that like you don't have to bring a flagpole <laughs> at tailgate. You can just be like look right, for right, Rashawn's. Right forehead raise your hand up yeah yeah <laughs> rock put your arm up real yeah. quick you, you found know, us all right hello. cool <laughs> oh it's I, the original I, drop a ping yeah right <laughs> it's like yeah there yeah. he is okay just wave your hand around there you go yep here i am <laughs> uncle larry's checking in with us this morning he says great show fellas uh uncle larry is chilling see you in se- uh, september 16th yes, cars sir. forever so yes absolutely yes, we, we need that we need all of that. I need everybody coming out, laughing hard, talking crazy. I need people cursing each other out. I want all the smoke. On those games. Absolutely. I, hey, there is no party like a main event slash wake up 502 party. Anytime you have Rashawn Myers, Haven Harrington, Joe Kelly, and our band of misfits, and you add in a grill, mm-hmm. it's going down. Mm-hmm. I, I, I promise you there is not a better – I don't care what anybody's doing. I don't care what live remote is out there. I don't care where anybody's broadcasting from. It will not be better. Yeah, you're not going to have more doing. fun. Yeah, I, I, that is that is this is in my politician voice, and you can take that to the bank. <laughs> uh, no, you're not going to find a better party than than the way my friends and I throw down in a parking lot. Like that is that is my Valhalla, I if you will. <laughs> like. You just don't understand. Like, y'all have to come out, be a part of that. Um, I cannot wait for this football season to start. I think they said we have like 21 days until the first game. So I'm super, super excited. Like, we are three weeks out, Joe. Doesn't feel good. Like, we've gotten past all the the long, hot summer part of 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 the calendar. Yes. And now it's like, cool. I'm going to start reading the roster a little closer. Oh, yeah. Starting yeah. to know the names of the players yeah. now. Yeah. Starting to get reacclimated. Yeah. Breaking down that depth chart. I'm out, there, uh, you know, and I and I'm out there like trying to figure out. All right, now that uh, now that now that it's grilling season, what portion? Okay, we've had two sips. Time to flip the burgers. All right, I'm getting back in game mode. Hey, anytime you can start breaking down, well, you know, do we know how to go with a 3-3-5, a 4-3, a 3-4? Like, you know, what are we going to do with that bandit back? Like, when you can start Are we that, going to press? Uh, you know, like, oh, We've gosh. got to get lever- leverage in the secondary. It's the anticipation, man. It's the excitement. So but, good. Hey, you know what? We're going to hit our last break. When we come back, we got one segment left. I want to get Joe's thoughts uh, on this NFL preseason, man. We got we to gotta talk about this because – 
feel like some changes need to be made, but we're going to talk about that much, much more. We're also taking your calls and texts. 384-1450 is the Wake Up 502 buzz line if you want to give us a call. If you want to text, text us in 414-1450 at the Thornton's text line as well. And we'll be back on Big X Sports Radio, where we're thunderstruck. Alright, partner. Keep on rolling, baby. You know what time it is. segment wake up 502 trying to get your Saturday off on the right spot we always try to do a little bit you know it's, it's sports talk but it's got to be something got to inject that energy into your veins man make sure you ready it's going down today you know what and big shout out i got my folks uh we're gonna be uh, heading out um gonna be going to see a good buddy of mine uh deja downey um, she she actually has an event going on, uh, the Foodie Fest in Jeffersonville. I, I I told her I was gonna come down and be a part of it, and I also told her told her I was gonna give her a shout out while I was on here. So I'm actually going to pull up and tell everybody exactly where I'm gonna be. It's going on. It's right here, um, in Jeffersonville. Um, she's very, very excited about it. She always puts on excellent events. And I was like, you know what? I'm coming out to the Foodie Fest. I want to I wanna be a part of it. I want to be a part of what's going on. It's going to be the Foodie Fest Summer Fun Series. Um, it's a free event. Uh, Butch Rice will be um, performing live. It's going to be today from 11 to 7 p.m. at the Depot. It's going to be hosted by Upland. That's 628 Michigan Avenue, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Um, so if you're not doing anything, it's literally just a hop, skip, and a jump from the uh, walking bridge uh, in Jeffersonville. So I think me and my baby boy going to walk the bridge, uh, get in some of this beautiful weather, walk over to the Foodie Fest, probably have food I don't need because I'm supposed to be on a diet. But that's why you're walking. You know, watching my blood, blood pressure. Right, exactly. That's I'm why you're walking. So the doctor may be mad at me. Doc, if you're listening, please don't hold it against me. I don't have to go back for my checkup to the end of the month. But, but I got my steps in, Doc. But I'm going to get me something. But if they have something like that just has sauce on it and it's just like covered and just looks great, I'm probably going to eat it today. So I'm just going to have to call this a free day, Joe. We're just going to have to call Hey, it man, it's Saturday. The weather's beautiful. <laughs> if you're not going to cheat today on, on a diet, what's the point in ever having I, I, one? Hey, I still have a couple weeks left to get myself together for, for my checkup. You know, so. if, if you told me that you were going to hole up in, in, in your basement and eat ice cream. You know, I'd be like, is, this is a cry for help, buddy, and I'm going to get you out. Right. We're not. No, nah, we're going to do that. We're going to go to the park. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to run half court. 
Uh, but the fact that you've got a plan, yes, you're gonna park on the on the, on the Louisville side, on the Louisville side. The bridge, you're gonna yes. walk. You're gonna walk across. You're gonna traverse across the Ohio River. Yes, absolutely. If a man crosses a river, I think he deserves a snack at the end of the day. <laughs> damn it! You know what? I love the way you think. But I tell hey. you what, they they have a lot of great food trucks out there. So just they have a place called Chicago Jerk Tacos. Yes, yes. If you've never had them. I'm a, I'm a big fan of all the mad scientists on four wheels. Yes, that are just like, let me take a little bit because that that's that's what we're supposed to be doing in this country, man. That's the melting pot idea. Let's take a little bit from this and a little bit from that. And let's throw it together, and ah, this is now an American dish. Yes, yes, exactly. You know so saying? good. If you can't have like an extra giant pork chop sandwich that just for some reason has gummy bears on it, you know why not? I mean, some friends of mine, I don't I don't know if you saw this, but the other day some friends hit me up and I said, you know, one of the things about being able to cook is that it's like being able to de- it's like DJing. And and anybody out there that's ever DJed listening to this will say will not a not a long ago. Yep. You don't play the music you like. You play what gets people on the dance floor. Yeah. And when you cook, sometimes it's not what you would cook at home. It's not what you want to eat. But everybody hears, you know, they they, they got their plates out and their forks out. The Kansas City Royals had made a pulled pork sandwich with Reese's cups in it. Yeah. And barbecue sauce. And I was just like, that's an abomination, but I'll make it for y'all because <laughs> I love y'all and I want y'all to be happy. I think it's Darren Ravel, uh, one of the, the, the sports guys, uh, one of the well known sports guys. He is. He, he has a professional job as being a meat peeper. Yeah. He just counts other people's money and, and, and comments on their watch at the urinal. Yeah, yeah. Like, stop <laughs> counting other people's like, money, Darren. <laughs> but, Darren, every uh, every time he gets into this August time frame, you know, he starts finding all the interesting dishes at the, the local state fairs. Because, of course, at the state fair, you're always going to find ridiculous food choices. And he finds the best and the worst of all of them. And one of the things that he found, I believe it was in the New York State Fair, was a gummy bear infused bratwurst mm. with gummy bears sprinkled on the bun. And the bun was pink. Mm. It's very Why interesting. Not? It's like, just because. Yeah. Yeah. Gummy bear infused bratwurst. There you go. You know, man, there's a lot, there's a <laughs> lot of stuff that I see that comes out of, out of state fairs that I say, I don't know that we belong in the bottom half. <laughs> I mean, the craziest thing I've seen in Kentucky is like, yeah, we deep fry butter. <laughs> well, you know, I thought that was that was irrational at one point, but then I saw what these other fools are wiling. Oh, Missouri, yeah. don't know what y'all are doing. <laughs> y'all are on a whole nother one. <laughs> Idaho, good God, man, stop! Yes. Like some of these, some of these fair items or baseball park items, because that's another thing. It's oh, at yeah. minor league stadiums and baseball stadiums. It's like a, it's a, it's a contest amongst them to see who can put together the most ratchet meal. <laughs> and, and it's just like that, that comes with like a side of, of, of insulin. Oh, oh I really believe if you had, if you had to eat state fair food for like a month, you would die. You would die. Oh, there's <laughs> no way. You, you, like if you tried that as a super, super size me challenge, yeah. there is no way you would not die or develop some sort of stomach cancer. Yeah, it's like, no, uh, uh-uh, no, no. Uh-huh. Like, I don't think I don't even, I, I couldn't allow an enemy to do that. <laughs> yes. Like when I see the Kentucky pork producers truck, I get excited and afraid all at the same time. You know, but the thing about the about about those <laughs> like, those yes. fine folks oh. is that they keep it simple, man. They keep it they they keep it simple to the holy trinity. 
All you need is salt, pepper, butter. Oh, and it is so good. People get too cute trying to so trying good. to be the colonel and, and coming up with their own 12, 7, you yeah. know, 12, 12 herbs and spices. You don't need 12. You need it's salt, like, pepper, butter. Think about pulled pork waffle cones. It's like, what? Like, what are we doing? No, can I just have a pork chop sandwich? <laughs> hey, look, I already felt unhealthy eating yes. a pork chop sandwich bigger than my fist. Yes. So, no, I don't need sprinkles. Or or whipped <laughs> topping, yeah. you know. Like I was listening to Mike Rutherford's show earlier this week, and he said that uh, a friend of his brought home chocolate covered bacon. Oh yeah, and he said that he thought it would be horrible and terrible. Nope, and it's amazing. Once he tried it, the whole pack. The was sweet gone. salty, yeah. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you, game changer. Yes, I, and one of the one of the games, like I'll make, I, I will. Be, you're going you're going to witness this, Rashawn. Yes, sir. I I come with breakfast already made and then I get on and then we light the grill during the show and as soon as the show's over at 11, I'm going to be working, you know, cooking. Absolutely. One of the greatest game day snacks. My waistline will only allow me to have one <laughs> because you can't eat a whole tray of them and or or you're going to be buying new pants. Oh, I'm excited. What is it? Cinnamon cinnamon rolls, you know, the with the with the frosting oh, yes. one. Yes. Bacon. And what I do, this is how wacky we got with it one year. Really? Before you bake the cinnamon roll, you unravel. You unroll it. Okay. You put the bacon in, ah, in there and roll it back up. Yes. Really? Dude. Dude. It's not fair. That right there. See, see, see. This is why, like, that just this, mm-hmm. just hardens my arteries thinking about it. Oh, it's it. terrible for you. <laughs> It's it's but terrible. It's so fun to eat like that, Joe. But and and that's why that's why my 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 family like Dom would from Fast and Furious <laughs> yes. would say that's why on Sunday when we do family dinner, you know Sundays at my house come over whenever because I like the grill as soon as uh pregame stuff comes off for the NFL. Yes, we meal prep Sunday. If you came to tailgate on Saturday, look, man, as your friend, and we all know our age now, and like you know, we know what our doctors yell at us. As your friend, have a salad. I grilled chicken too, uh, you know. So so get your protein on, but but there's no salt in there. There's no butter on it. Yeah, we're gonna ha- we're gonna eat Sunday through Thursday. Right. So Friday and Saturday we can eat like kings. Absolutely. That's the way to do it. Moderation. That that's being a responsible adult. Joe, right? you, you know what? You have motivated me, and now I'm gonna walk to Foodie Fest, and I'm gonna have fun, and I'm not gonna get afraid, and I'm not gonna shudder at what I eat. I'm going to do it. Just embrace it, and get up tomorrow, and do do yes. some extra steps. Oh yeah, hey, hey, I get my workout in every day, and I probably I play ball at least three days a week. So there my you go. Keeps me See, out there, so you know, I'm I'm extremely active, <laughs> but still, it's it's. Woo. Hey man, if you're not if, if you're not enjoying, I'm gonna take a picture of whatever ridiculous I have. So if if you all follow me uh, or if you don't follow me at Rashawn, it's R double A S H double A N. So R A A S H A A N. I'm going to tweet out whatever ridiculousness I eat. I may even just uh, tweet out some of the menus. I was gonna say do that because do that and and see if you see anything that you're like. I know he'll try, but I don't think Joe can pull this off. And I'm going to challenge tag, accepted. At, at that boy's good 
uh, on on my pictures. So we're gonna we're gonna do that today. So just make sure you check that out. I'm definitely gonna be down at the Foodie Fest. Me and my my six five son are <laughs> both gonna be in the building. So make sure if y'all do come out that you say what's up uh, and say hey, wake up five oh two. Yeah, that's 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 me. So uh, do do that. Do that. When be you see the six foot four man just walking around eating street tacos, yes. you know, with his hands. Yes, if you see two high yellow dudes, really tall, it's me and my son. That's that's <laughs> just know. <laughs> yeah. It, it, hey, it's the Myers. Yes, yeah, Rashawn and Cam. Yeah, we're just we're just walking around. So yes, we'll, we'll be out there. I'm very very excited. So I hope everybody uh, comes out and, and uh, checks it out. You know, what I'm saying I got to celebrate around food. You know, what I'm saying this this is the time. August is the time of preseason football and food. Like that's literally because this is all when all the state fairs happen. You know, we have um, what is that? The World Fest is going to be coming up um, there at the uh, Belvedere, which I love every year um, because it always comes around um, Labor Day. Uh, so you know, Labor Day weekend, you'll always be a part of the World Fest. You're going to have the uh, Reggae Fest coming up as well. Um, love getting out there. So just all the, the the things that the community does at this time. At once you're starting to get close to football season, yeah, August is, awesome. is so awesome, man. Like, oh, yes. it, it, and, and I guess it kind of, for me, August is my is the month my birthday's in. Yes. Growing up, you know, that's when you go back to school. Yeah. There's just like, August is always that kickstarter. Like, summer's cool. Don't get me wrong. I love summer break. Love mm-hmm. hanging out. Love going out on boats. Love love kicking it on a dock. Uh, going on vacation. All that's great. But it feels like once August gets here, by like August 14th, if you can make it to week two, Week two and beyond of August, it's just boom, 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 boom. Every weekend you're oh, trying yeah. to catch your breath and keep up. Oh, yeah. Music festivals, food trucks. Yes. Football. Talking about preseason basketball because that starts up in a couple of months. I mean, it's just everything. It just it's Buckle it's in. the most wonderful it time truly is. of the year. It truly is. <laughs> it really is. I, I was sitting there, like, I just stopped because I'm like, I'm just going to sound like an idiot because I don't really have anything to say. Other than, it's just awesome. It is, hey, I promise. And then, then, of course, all the kids are back to school and out of my refrigerator. Right. You got you know? that going for you, so, which is nice. You know, kid, kid, my, my son drinks about a gallon of milk a week. So, yes, I, I, I love this time of year. Uh, you know, he drinks a gallon of milk at least once a week. I think last week he actually drank two gallons of milk. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like, just go get a job, please, somewhere. I mean, you know, it could be worse, man. Like, I have friends who also have 16-year-old sons that are like, caught him with a 12-pack. I'm like, yeah, I know, man. My buddy Rashawn's boy won't quit drinking milk. (laughs) These kids are out of damn control. I don't know how y'all do it. It's like, what's wrong with them? (laughs) (laughs) Man, y'all are saints putting up with these rowdy teens and their milk. (laughs) I know. You're right. Right. That's the worst thing I have to worry about. Uh, man, you yeah, you uh, hit the lottery on that one, first my guy. World problems, bro. <laughs> right. The, <You> know? <laughs> the problems of having a responsible child. Yeah. That's it. I like all he drinks is milk and water. I think he's soft because he always says thank you and is opening doors for older people. <laughs> Yes. What's wrong with? We're gonna him? have to get him some attitude. Radical. Yes. Right. He's right. a radical. But Joe, I do want to ask you, man. Before we got, I know we got about five, six minutes left uh, in the show. This NFL, this Zach Wilson stuff. Uh, of course, Zach Wilson, who uh, is the second-year quarterback for the uh, New York Jets. Uh, New Jersey Jets, actually, because they play in Jersey, but they still call them New York. I digress. Um, but uh, Zach Wilson um, in a preseason game comes out. 
tries to do his best Lamar Jackson uh, impersonation. Doesn't even look like a hard cut. Like, literally, it was like a head and shoulder fake. It was more like a basketball crossover than anything, like, hyper-athletic. Tumbles down, uh, you know, it, it tries to get up, has to sit back down. We all see, you know, we, we've seen these things before, these non-contact injuries. So the fear was that Zach Wilson – Tore his knee up, ACL done for the year. That's what I heard yesterday. Now, I did hear a report that came out late last night that said um, the threat was averted. It was not. They, they feel like it was more of a tweak or a twinge, and Zach will be all right. But it got me thinking about this whole preseason thing, and, and I do want to know from you, um, like, is it time to just scrap the preseason and just – you know, just it. it's long past due, and and I think one of I think where I am with with getting you know the new normal and life post COVID is that it's not it, it. We didn't learn a damn thing. There's so much unnecessary stuff in life that we just have continued to do with no explanation why we still do this other than well, it's what we've always done before, right? And I feel like the NFL preseason is a great example of that. Like I, I feel just like, because we've always done it, yeah. Maybe it did serve a purpose back in the day when there wasn't as much film, when yeah. there wasn't as much tape out there on a player. I mean, think about this, Joe. Because the starters, when you really look at it, why are they even playing? The starters play in because they have what four preseason mm-hmm. games. In those four preseason games, the starters play about what five quarters worth of action over four games. Five, yeah. five, six quarters tops because I know usually that third preseason game they'll play a half. Right, you know? and then the fourth one, well, the fourth one they might not play they at all. Play the fourth all. one, the fourth one, yeah, is for cut day. Yeah, yeah, like I, I think that usually they'll do they'll, they'll play the starters into the third quarter sometimes in that third preseason, but outside of that, you're going to usually get one quarter in the second game, and you know that's pretty much it. You're going to get four or five quarters out of it. Like at that point, if the guys that are going to actually make the seventy man roster, or no, in in the pros, it's what fifty five. 53. 53. It's 53-man roster in the pros. Like, if you pretty much already know who your 53-man roster is, at this point with the salaries being what they are, what is the point of playing starters in meaningless football games? And I'm amazed also that there aren't more – I don't know if the players' union ha- – if there's something that the owners have leverage where it's it's just not on the they, table. Yeah, they don't. But I don't know why people don't work into their contract. I'm not playing in the preseason. Yeah. I'll come to your OTAs. I'll come. I'll do workouts. I'll do half pad drills, but at this stage in my life, like if you're on your second contract or better in the NFL, you've been playing football long enough. You don't need that. You I, don't need that. Like I, I know that sounds bizarre to a lot of people, but like there is more that that can be accomplished at the NFL level through film study than actual practice. At that point in time, if your body isn't trained for muscle memory and whatnot to just go into autopilot and kind of do it. Yeah, there's walking through schemes and, and, and getting a feel for it, but I guarantee you, you you get more from film study and sitting down in the in the room with teammate with your position coach and players of the same position and 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 then you get from the, that's the first thing I would do on my second deal. I, I'm not. I hope y'all had fun watching me play meaningless August football because. When I got drafted to the NFL, I said, cool, I'm never playing football in August again. That's oh, nice. If I'm Ronnie Stanley and I've missed two straight years for the Baltimore Ravens as a, as a left tackle after getting a humongous deal, mm-hmm. there's no chance in hell. And if you're Baltimore, why are you? Why why would you want them out there? 
Right. Especially with the style of football that the Ravens play. Absolutely not. The the, the it makes no damn sense to me. No. No, I mean it's just like to me that that whole like that that's going to be one thing I say. And like I said, I know for the owners, you know, it's it's a money grab. You know that that that's why they wanted to add an additional preseason game, and it was just crazy because once they decided to go to four preseason games, uh, then on top of it, they were going to go turn around and want to add an additional regular season game. Like, I feel like they should be playing less games personally, but you know, they're never going to turn down revenue, man. But I, I just. Would you say that the NFL is just going to keep on rolling? <laughs> Very nice. <They're laughs> yeah. This is boom, the, boom. Can you see all the owners just doing, you know. Doing the, 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 the Fred Durst <laughs> whipping, gripping the grain. Yes. Just, just swimming in their money pits like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, it has been a hilarious morning, my brother. Good to be in studio with you, man. It's Absolutely. always a better show when, when we can goof off and bounce off of one another. Always good to see your hairy, smiling face. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Accurate. Hey, I appreciate everybody. I appreciate all the interaction. Wayne, thank you. Didi, thank you for checking in. All our texters. You are listening to Wake Up 502 for Rashad Myers, Joe Kelly. We'll be back. Big X Sports Radio 96.1. Make sure you check out all our quality programming. Hey, and we out. Keep rolling. Keep rolling, 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 r